Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, come on, turn it up. Crank it up. I'm Scoot on the air, Tuesday afternoon. Week is just flying by, isn't it? Man, this weather is awesome, and this weekend is supposed to be spectacular. Mostly sunny. Temperatures in the 70s. That's really nice. A Houston company may be the first private company to put a man on the moon, or a woman on the moon, to put somebody on the moon. Wouldn't that be interesting? Like somebody could like, uh, you know, pay to, to, to go land on the moon. You have a, like a vacation. You take a vacation. Some people spend a lot of money on vacation. Some people have a lot of money. I'm sure it would cost a lot of money to go to the moon. But there, there may be a private company that is going to be in the, in the position to be the first company to uh, send people to the moon. Do you think we can uh, maybe vote? On somebody that we want to send to the moon and, and then, not come back and then leave them there. Yeah. Oh, I think we could. Yeah. I think we could. But you know, I'm I'm thinking what one, you do one way there? to deal with your ice spice problem. Yeah. Never have to hear from her again. <laughs> That's right. Um, you know, one thing that you could uh, you could do is uh, you could promote. Uh, you know, Adam. Uh, I think not Adam. Um, Alan Shepard uh, and others have uh, played golf on the surface That's of the right. moon. So it could be like a golfing vacation. Go to the moon and play golf. Wow. But it seems like you're kind of constantly stuck in the in the, in the the sand trap. In the rough. Yeah. <laughs> in the rough, yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. rough up there. Hey, so um, this is really a, a major decision from, from the uh, Alabama Supreme Court. Remember, it's the Alabama Supreme Court, not the U.S. Supreme Court. Alabama Supreme Court. Uh, they have uh, ruled now that um, a frozen embryo is a, is a child. I mean, Ian, this is huge. And this is going to the Supreme Court. We, we know yeah. that. And with all the conservatives on the Supreme Court, I don't know how this is going gonna, is gonna to turn out. I would, I, would, I would think the Supreme Court is going to reject this. But with the conservatives on the Supreme Court, you, you don't really know. And I'm thinking, could this lead to like, um, you know, for Christmas, uh, somebody is going to, you know, be like knitting a little, um, a little sweater for, um, you know, for a teeny, for teeny little Angie's uh, embryo, frozen embryo, a little, little sweater. Yeah, man. But um, I guess they have to stay frozen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's just really, really a, a strange uh, ruling. What do you get for the embryo that has everything? That's right. <laughs> And uh, the plan is is apparently coming together to send Louisiana National Guards members uh, to the Texas-Mexico border. Look, here's uh, here's the problem. I I didn't know that I didn't know there was an issue with a lack of personnel at the border. I, I always thought that that wasn't the problem. That we had enough people to secure the border. We just were, weren't doing other things. 
So this is why I tend to think that maybe Governor Jeff Landry is 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 pushing to make a national name for himself by sending Louisiana troops to the border. So, again, we have to see how this plays out. But I, I didn't know that a lack of troops was uh, actually um, actually an issue. Um, Democrat strategist James Carville says that he thinks that Biden's refusal to do the Super Bowl interview that all presidents do. I don't I don't. Did, did, did Trump do it? I think Trump. I'm trying to remember if Trump did. I think there was some controversy I think about whether did, Trump was going to do it. I think he did at least one, but I also remember him not doing it. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I'll check it out. It's a traditional. It's a traditional thing that that presidents do. Uh, an interview during the the pregame to the the Super Bowl. And Democrat strategist James Carville says that he thinks that the Biden administration uh, doesn't have confidence in Biden's ability to effectively convey his message. And this really just supports what I, I've been saying recently about my impression that, that that Biden just doesn't look strong, doesn't look like he's ready for a second term. And he's made so many gaffes that, you know, this is the this would be the biggest audience that that a president would have in, in their term. I would think the audience uh, during the pregame to the, the Super Bowl and so if um, the Biden administration doesn't have confidence in the, the president doing something like that, that I think would be an area of uh, deep concern. If you're just tuning in, we've been talking about the legislative session in Baton Rouge, a special session dealing with crime. And if it helps crime in New Orleans, I'm all for it. Um, I like the idea of being tougher when it comes to, to juvenile crime. And as I have uh, said throughout the show today, Talk radio is is uh, is a function of of government in a sense. You know, we're not a, a branch of government, but you know, we have a representative form of government. Therefore, if they're in Baton Rouge, if our representatives are in Baton Rouge representing us, then they listen to talk radio, uh, and many of them listen to this show. That the things that you say uh, may resonate with them. And so voicing your opinion on talk radio is, is important at times like this because they hear what you're saying and they want to be reelected. So to some degree, they have to pay attention to some of you. And so it's great to get your voice out there. Um, also, Taylor Swift continues her tour of Australia, then on to Singapore. And she's without her boyfriend, uh, Travis Kelsey. Now, I don't know, at some point he may be joining her, but apparently she's uh, taking a little break. And, you know, sometimes you, you, you need the break. And I don't know, after the Super Bowl, uh, I'm sure he's going to Disney Disney World and has a lot of uh, things to do here. So he can't always uh, be with her. All right, let's get to a few of your calls. The Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's go uptown to Chunky. Chunky, welcome to the show. Hey, Scoot. As always, enjoying the show. Thank you. Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, when, when, when you run over a pothole and your you know, public school is failing, just remember Jeff Landry thought it was important to spend our state's money on uh, a gimmick sending people to uh, Texas where they're not even needed. They're not even, you know, I haven't heard that it's an issue of personnel, so that leads me to think that it's more about him making a national name for himself. Did you, I don't know if you saw uh, Trump was in Philadelphia getting booed at the sneaker con that was kind of funny i didn't actually see that i I, we talked yesterday about the sneaker that he's uh, he's come out with um yeah yeah the sneaker so it was interesting because ron DeSantis apparently called and said 
hey, do these are these available in heels? And uh, Trump and Trump and Trump said no, but they're really good for bone spurs. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Scoot. All right, Chucky. Appreciate the call. Let's go to uh, let's go to James in uh, in Harvey. James, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Scoot, I love your show, man. Uh, that image of uh, putting a, a sweater on the embryo that, that did it for me. Well, I. <laughs> I appreciate I, I appreciate that you that you that you get the show because you know some people uh, don't understand things like that on us. I appreciate the fact that you get it. I try to I try not to call because I feel my job mostly to listen, but when I hear some stuff, I just have to say something. And here's my opinion. I hope the uh, legislature's listening. I got some advice for you. Quit treating this problem like it can be treated with Robitussin or aspirin. This is a cancer on our society. You can't do what you're trying to do without pulling this weed up by the root. And killing someone after they've committed a crime, it's not going to slow it down. It's just going to be killing more of our citizens. Some mates, and God knows, I guess I can say this, some of them deserve it. But that's not going to fix the problem. We've been having problems in this state that have been cancerous, and we've been treating them with Band-Aids. Go to the root, and one of the roots of the problem, uh, since it's Black History Month, if this state could commit to reducing black male unemployment to below the national average and increase education in education and job opportunities, that would be the first step to slowing down crime. Now, why do and I that, see why do I see so many job opening signs? Well, they're not jobs. I'll put it the way they're not careers. Well, but you, you have you to. But, but James, you have to start somewhere, and you're talking about well, people I, that didn't start somewhere when they had a chance to start somewhere. Well, you do have to start somewhere, but that's the band aid. You have to give people hope. You have to people who, give people who, who, an opportunity that, to grow. That comes from home. That's true. And that comes from education at home and where they spend eight hours a day. That's more than they're with their parents. Well, and that's what the legislature can deal with. True, but they got to they got they got to be there. They got to they have to actually have to have to go to school. And then then you deal with the parents. That's the kind of stuff the legislature can deal with. Yeah. Like we just put a woman in jail for the first time for in, in Michigan for not being a parent. Yeah, they but did. that's not what our legislature is doing. Well, it, this, I, 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 do, I, I do agree with not being afraid to be, to be tougher on, on teen criminals. Uh, but I agree with you that uh, th- this uh, just uh, being tough on just being uh, tough on crime does not always work. I, I, I understand that. And, and it, it, I, I wish it were just that simple, but it's not. But I, I like the idea that we, that we get tough on things. James, I always like when you call. But, you know, when you talk about somebody needing a job, you're, you're talking about somebody who needs a career. But r- remember, that person, wasn't, that person wasn't encouraged to get a job where they could start at the bottom. And 
that's the problem. You, 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 nobody starts at the top. And you need to be, you need to be willing to start at the bottom and, and you need to, to start somewhere. But there, there are job openings. But, you know, not for somebody who's, you know, 30 years old with four children. I mean, the, the job openings are, you know, a lot of job openings are not for that person. But many of those people are in that situation because the, the excuses were made for not moving forward. And, you know, I, I, th- there are so many people who have made it that there's proof that it can be done. And I feel badly for the people who are, are, are struggling. All right, let's go to uh, David in Atlanta. Hey, David, welcome to the show. Thank you. You know, Ralph Cranley used to tell Alice, to the moon, Alice, to the moon. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? And, you know, that, you know that, if you think about the, the threats of violence against a woman in that show, it's a wonder they allow that on in reruns. It wouldn't work today. You know, no. but I have a lot to say about this crime. Um, I think much of the crime is drug-related. I grew up in the French Quarter years ago, and I knew guys who killed themselves with drugs, went to jail, but... It's a serious, serious addiction. We need some drug reform. In Europe, you could register. In some countries, you could register, get a prescription for your drug, so you're not out hijacking cars or bugging people. Now, I had a dear friend at St. Mary's Italian School, Ray Laiusa. He was shot and killed by two crackheads coming out of his home, going to work as a young man. And now, I have no problem with the death sentence, provided it's fair. Now... Those animals, I shouldn't say animals, okay, those beasts who killed Linda Fricky, I'd have no problem with the death sentence, even though they were teenagers. Now, Governor Landry wants to reduce the age to 17 to prosecute people for violent crimes as adults. I think it should be 14. But this is where the problem comes in. As I just mentioned, Ray Liuza was killed. A man by Thompson, Bill Thompson, was arrested, charged with murder, sentenced to die. He came within weeks of dying in Angola. Now, the, the assistant prosecutor for Harry Connick, who prosecuted the case on his death sentence, I mean on his deathbed, he said exculpatory evidence was destroyed or lost. Or He was well aware this innocent person was about to die. Now, and I'll be honest with you, my, in my heart, I believe Jeff Landry is a racist. He refused to attend a meeting with President Obama when he was a congressman. Now, when your president calls, you go. Now, I, I don't know, and look, there's racism everywhere in this country, no doubt about it. I don't know if the execution of young people or even old people can be fairly administrated, particularly when it comes to minorities. And I don't want to see a single person go to their death who's innocent. Well, no, now, you, you can't, we can't have that. I'm, I'm going to have to get to, uh, to a break here, Joseph. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, David, so uh, just uh, wrap up. I mean, okay. I, just, I, just wanted you, I just wanted you to be able to finish your thought. Well— that's pretty much my thought, but uh, maybe I can call you back another day. I'd like to tell you something about health care that can save people's lives. I've had life-threatening surgery, and uh, I've had melanomas and uh, other serious. And the health care in Atlanta is outstanding. You know, the same doctor who operated on President Carter saved my life when I had a melanoma, only because I have Medicare Advantage, and that was a Republican program, and I thank the Republicans for it. But there isn't a dime's worth of difference between it, it, it's a government um, partnership with private insurance companies. It's the same as Obamacare, and the Republicans hate Obamacare, but they love Medicare Advantage. I love Medicare Advantage. It saved my life several times. Had I not been receiving, because of Medicare Advantage, free monthly checkups, my physician noticed I had a growth on my eyelid. 
It was a melanoma. Had it not been diagnosed when it was, I'd be dead. Melanoma could come on quickly and kill you quickly. I urge people to get checkups, if, particularly if you have fair skin or spent time in the sun. You know, the same doctor who saved President Carter's life saved my life at the Cancer Emory University Center. And um, I've had, I, I was in a coma for three days because of blood poisoning, right, because but, my gallbladder. Ch- I urge people to get their gallbladders checked. Uh, they don't want to go through what I went through. Uh, David, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're with us, and I'm glad things worked out for you. And please call us, uh, call us another day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scoot, and uh, let's uh, get back to a few of your calls. And then I, also we, we do have to talk about uh, this event that took place at a rock concert. And for everybody who's been to a rock concert, this was one, uh, one scary event, and it happened uh, 21 years ago today. Uh, let's go to Metairie. And, uh, Joseph, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Yeah, good, uh, good afternoon. I had a half-brother who was murdered in oh. New Orleans. Back in the uh, 1970s, mm-hmm. and his killer was never caught. That's sad. I'm sorry and, for your loss. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the only good thing, the real good thing that came out of this, was that my father, uh, who had passed away, passed away before uh, this happened because my my half brother was from. My father's first marriage, you know, out of my father's first marriage. Yeah. So, because that would have really, that would have really hit my father hard to to learn this. And the killer of my half-brother was never caught. Yeah. He was never caught. Well, it's a shame, Joseph. Uh, And, you know... uh, you know, it's interesting. Some people get away with murder, and, you know, you wonder how they live the rest of their lives. I mean, I'm sure some people uh, don't care uh, about what they did, but I, I can't help but think that there's some people that would uh, would struggle and live with that for, uh, for the rest of their lives. Um, Ian, you want to do a couple of uh, texts? Uh, I'm still sifting through all the, the hundreds and hundreds of responses to the really? text off, so I don't even have anything. It's, all right, well, we'll come quite, we'll, No, we'll no, come no, back, no, I've got we'll some, uh, to. Go ahead, talk to Pierre for a second. Okay, I'll let's go to Pierre and Metairie. Hey, Pierre. I was, I was so lucky. Got to see Eagles for a second time in about a year and a half, plus Steely Dan. And they are so professional. Each of these people on the stage, it's what really struck me, seeing it this time especially, just how precise 
You know, I remember they are going off the rails, but they are just nailing each note. You know, I um, that first occurred. I've been in a lot of great situations where I've been either backstage or sometimes even off on the side on the stage of, of, of bands when they perform. It's not that often, but it's often enough. And I remember one time watching the Doobie Brothers at Gretna Fest, and 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 that sensation um, occurred to me. I, I felt that sensation that man, there is there's such a difference when you get to that level. There is a distinct yeah. difference in the talent of the people, and right. they were hitting the notes and the harmonies and and all of that. Just it really is. Um, it's a, it's amazing, but there is a there's a, just a big difference in the talent. And watching them live, you can see the intensity, the concentration that they put into their music. Yeah. Uh, one of the nice things about Eagles is they just reload. They have Deacon Fry yeah. who comes in. Uh, his father's passed. Uh, you've got uh, people like Stuart Smith, Vince Gill. These people come in. Those are not young men, but they are younger than Don Henley and certainly younger than Joe Walsh, who is 76. <laughs> and, well, you know, there's another one that's lucky to be alive. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was really good. Can I make one comment? I am sure. reluctantly anti-death penalty. Sure. But I know that if it happened to my family, I would take care of it myself. So I am a little hypocritical. But I understand that. I'm, I do understand. I'm riding the fence. Thanks, Skip. All right. I uh, appreciate uh, the, the call, Pierre. Um, you know, we talked earlier about the death penalty because the, the, the legislature's de- dealing with that, you know, that conversation. In Bad Rouge, and we talked to uh, Steve Scafidi, a local uh, filmmaker, and he did a movie that I saw um, a few years ago. Actually, it was a few few years ago. And the movie was titled Execution. And uh, what he did was he he followed the last seven days of uh, a death row inmate who was being executed the last seven days of his life um, before execution at at Angola. And it it really did um, cause me to to change my opinion of of the death penalty. Now, if the guy had been killed when he was in the process of killing this family, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But there was something about the step by step calculated process of taking a human life, even though it was by law that um, that, that that bothered me. And uh, you can find that movie uh, by going to YouTube. It's on YouTube and just look for um, I think you need to just put in uh, execution, uh, execution. What was it? Execution film, executionfilm.com execution executionfilm.com all right we're going to come back with uh, some of your text messages on the scoot on the air rock culture calendar on this day in 2017 david cassidy really had a, a problem on stage a former partridge family star he you know, had a, a great uh, solo career and he was drunk at a concert outside of los angeles and he was slurring and just stumbling over the lyrics and he told people magazine that the real reason for his behavior was um was dementia he opened up that uh, he had dementia, it was in his family, and he uh, decided to stop touring, saying that he wants to focus on, on what I am, who I am, 
and how I have been without any any distractions and I, I just want to love and I want to enjoy life and uh, he enjoyed life for a little while, but uh, David Cassidy had uh, problems with drugs and alcohol, mainly drugs. I, I'm sorry, mainly alcohol, I believe. And he um, did pass away. But, man, I remember when he was a, a, a teen star and I saw him uh, at the Mobile Auditorium in Mobile when he was on tour and wearing that white uh, jumpsuit and that long hair. Man, he was he was the epitome of a teen idol. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Boy, if you uh, have ever been to a concert, you could uh, relate to this. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2003, a fire broke out at the Great White Concert in Rhode Island. A hundred people were killed, including the band's guitarist, Ty Longley. They were at the, uh, the station nightclub in West Warwick, Rhode Island. And the fire started when the band's opening number began. They were opening up with the song Desert Moon. And uh, pyrotechnics went off. It ignited the soundproof insulation at the back of the stage, which then um, hit the ceiling and just uh, there was chaos. And just the entire place erupted into flames. There were 462 concert goers there. 100 were killed and 230 were injured from smoke inhalation burns or being you know, trampled in the, in the crowd. Uh, Great White's tour manager was sentenced to 10 years for involuntary uh, manslaughter. He was paroled in 2008. This happened in 2003. Um, the nightclub owners uh, also received uh, criminal sentences for what happened because there was uh, negligence there and they didn't uh, take care of things. And anybody who's been to a concert can 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 relate to the, the idea of being in this small enclosed area and fire breaks out, and there were just not enough exits to get everybody out in time. So that was uh, really sad. All right, I want to remind you that uh, this coming Thursday, we're going to be live in Laplace. Now, we're going to be at Leo's Furniture and Mattress. You know, Leo's Furniture and Mattress, that's the uh, the company they uh, advertised on this show, and that's the company that helped me and helped you help Miss Kim in, in St. Rose. We got Miss Kim a, a new mattress and, and a new bed, and that came from Leo Furniture and Mattress on uh, West Airline. So we're going to be there. It's uh, 1428 West Airline Highway in Laplace. We're going to do the show there live this Thursday from 1 to 4. So if you're anywhere near the Laplace area, I, I would love for you to stop by because when I get a chance to meet you, I get a chance to put a face with the audience. And you can come, I guarantee you, when it comes to living room, bedroom, dining room, all that kind of stuff, patio furniture, uh, they're going to have really amazing deals because we don't go do things like this um, unless there are really great deals out there. So uh, that's going to be Thursday in Laplace at Leo Furniture and Mattress at 1428 West Airline Highway. All right, let's go to Ian with a couple of your text messages. Yeah, we sure talked about a lot today, so I'm going to kind of tap on a couple different topics here. Uh, In regard to the Alabama Supreme Court's decision that embryos are children, this texter says, so are the eggs in my refrigerator actually chickens? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's, you know, in Alabama, maybe so. Yeah. Someone's going to someone's going to Yeah, make this that was a court. major ruling that right. just uh, came down while we were on the air that the Alabama Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are 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 children and uh, again, this is going to cause a lot of people to um, you know, treat those frozen embryos a little different. Here's a text that says crime has never gone down because of the state having the death penalty. Do you want to reduce crime or do you want to just get vengeance with the possibility of executing innocent people? Just based on money, the death penalty costs more money 
than life in prison. So Jeff Landry ain't saving the state any money by pushing for the death penalty. It's true. All of that is true. And I've, I've read about this over the years of, uh, of, of doing this, this, this job. Uh, it, it costs more to um, send somebody to death and to, to, to carry out the death because there's so many appeals that, that go on. It actually costs more than, than life in prison. And there are, there are studies that show that the death penalty does not deter crime. Here's a text that says, uh, we talked about, uh, today would be Kurt Cobain's 57th birthday, is that what he said? I think so, yeah. Here's a text that says, hey, Scoot, do you know it's even sadder than Kurt Cobain's death? The thought of the world never having the pleasure of listening to the Foo Fighters if he had not died. Okay, so that brings up an interesting question. Interesting. Interesting question. Um, Is it better that Kurt Cobain died... Because we got the Foo Fighters. Was cocaine's de- was was Kurt Cobain's death worth the Foo Fighters? Hmm. See, gonna, that's, that's an interesting moral question. Because yeah. if if Kurt Cobain and I died, right, we wouldn't have the Foo Fighters. I'm going to say no. I think the cultural impact of Nirvana yeah. was, in, you know, in a class of its own. I mean, Foo Fighters right, right. is awesome. No disrespect the, to Foo Fighters you're, at you're, all. But but Nirvana. Yeah was just a totally different thing. And I guess the question is, do, I mean, do you think Kurt Cobain would be doing the, the casino circuit? <laughs> I'm thinking about that, man. Um, I'll leave you with this text. I just wanted to say thank you to Scoot and Ian for always being awesome and entertaining. I listen to them every single day. Naturally, being human, I may not agree with everything they say, but I do enjoy their show every day. They are awesome. Please keep them around forever. I wonder what they mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, I do. I listen <clears throat> Excuse me, we do appreciate that. Hang on. Yeah, right. Yeah, something just <clears throat> something just got in there. I'm good. You okay? All right. You need a minute? I'm good. Okay. All right, we gotta get to break yeah, here. I thought right? we'd go with little Foo Fighters as long yeah. as we're talking about them. Yeah, look, the Foo Fighters are great, but Nirvana was just a phenomenon. And I still think it's interesting to 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 understand that that whole grunge movement was the children of the baby boomer generation becoming their own version of an anti-establishment generation. I'm Scoot on the air, and we will be back on WWL. (coughs) (coughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm thinking with those frozen embryos, if it gets below freezing, you can take the kids out to play. (laughs) All right, uh, Sports Talk is coming up next with Bobby Bear, Mike Dettelier, and Steve Geller. LSU women's basketball is kicking butt. The talk to uh, Kim Mulkey at 435 and a lot going on with uh, LSU baseball. They're starting off the season 4-0. and I want to thank our program director and brand manager, Diane Newman, uh, assistant program director, brand manager, senior producer of Scoot on the Air, Ian Hoke, market manager, Dan Barron. News anchor Chris Miller, traffic with Dave Brannon, and as always, I thank you for being part of the show. Hey, join me on Facebook and Instagram. It's uh, Scoot on the Air. Uh, I try to put something new there every day, and I love your comments. I'm Scoot. Have a great afternoon. Love you, New Orleans. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.